But this is an emergency. Nejima rose an eyebrow. The hospital, said Jose. The university won't take people from Festiniog unless we pass our practicals like that. He asked carefully, so still not using necromancy? No. What Jose couldn't see was Nejma's silvery outline entering the kingdom of Erythiel, the land between life and death. There was another presence in the room. Hey, get lost, she snapped, scowling at a blood-red specter. She tapped her pointer finger to the doctor's chest. The doctor keeled over, dead. She faced the door and stuck the key into the lock, or tried to. Chanel, this is the key. This is always the key. Yeah, said a voice from behind. We changed the locks. Forest mist clings to your skin. Your footsteps crunch from leaves so thin. Lie down and turn the lights down low. Like sitting by the fire's glow. The typewriter clacks loud and steady. On until the tale is ready. We'll find no way to plan ahead. No choice. All chance always misled. So settle close and candles dim. And listen to The Buddy's Grim. Buddy's Grimm invite you to read along with us using the text chapter provided on our website. Happy reading. The Mortal Quarry, Chapter 2 Nejma froze and her grip on the key slackened, falling into the lock with a quiet clang of metal. Turning sharply, she could see a taller, stern-looking man, Eyebrows knitted together as they stared with contempt at the key that seemed to move of its own accord. A thief? Dr. House paused her conversation with the nurse at his announcement. Her hand went to slap her hip, no doubt finding her lab coat keyless, and her eyes widened. It's the thief! Yes, we're past that, doctor, a thief said snidely, to which the doctor gave an indignant huff. I'll have to get my money from Jeff later. I knew it was a wizard! Making sure to say the last part loudly, Asif turned to scan the room slowly, and Nejma gave a sigh of relief, then rolled her eyes. If I wasn't technically nearly dead right now, that would have done it for sure, she said to the rat, now skittering up her clothes to sit on her shoulder. Chanel seemed unfazed, and Nejma agreed. You're right, just gotta get these stupid meds while that airhead keeps them looking elsewhere for some... She cringed, letting her head fall forward to hit the door. There is a wizard nearby, and he's toting my soulless body! The thought of him getting caught and her body getting set to the morgue sent her pulse racing again. Screw it! She phased through the door to the supply room with a grunt, pulling down the meds she only knew by the color of the labels slapped over the little glass bottles. She tugged a set of folded spare sheets from a drawer and wrapped the bottles up haphazardly, shoving them in a bag and grimacing at how much black goo they'd gotten covered in. <laughs> That's not gonna wash out. She sighed and reluctantly turned to the only window in the room, not even big enough for her head to fit out of normally. Time to try out that idiot's stupid suggestion, finally. She said more to herself than Chanel, who sniffled at her ear inquisitively. She hadn't admitted it the first time they had attempted this kind of theft, but she didn't have the confidence that she could pull this kind of stunt. And she still didn't, but now she had no choice. Maneuvering the bag through the crank-open window to hold it outside was the easy part. Next was her. 
wall physics in the kingdom of Erythiel were like nothing. Falling into a body of water was effortless, and so was coming out. But outside walls were more like barriers, not as easily passed without some kind of opening to squeeze through. She braced herself and hesitated there, staring at the window with several breaths of confidence before she finally broke. She hopped on the spot and whined, dreading what she knew was the most uncomfortable feeling in the netherworld, or the real one for that matter. What Jose wouldn't give to see her like that, nonstop teasing Amo for the rest of her life. I'm not sneaking away from the coroner's office again. One time was enough. Nejma flung herself to the window before she could let herself think about it anymore. As her malleable astral form squeezed through the opening, it didn't hurt, but it felt so weird and gross, her not entirely present stomach churned. It was like hitting your funny bone nerve on an electric fence. When her legs were finally pulled through, Nejma started her ghostly descent with a dramatic shudder rubbing her arms in a futile attempt to get rid of the lingering feeling. Floating down at a leisurely pace was all she could do, but the panic squeaks of Chanel's stamp mirrored her own worry. The bag of medicine was now nearly covered in black gunk from touching it too long, and was beginning to get too heavy and slippery for someone without a body to hold. "'I don't suppose you can help?' Nejma said to the shaking tail hanging in front of her face as Chanel sat atop her head, peering down at the four-floor drop." Three floors left to go, and if gravity weren't so... Her complaints were cut short when she tried to readjust her grip and it started to slip, but the multiple swipes at it only succeeded in knocking it spinning as it fell. Nejma wished she hadn't just heard the sound of the bag crashing into the shrubs below. It barely covered the clinking of glass that probably sat in a broken mess in those sheets now. She also wished she didn't just see Jose run around the corner at the noise. Without her body. Nej, is that you? He yelled in a whisper that was probably just as loud as his normal speaking voice. She watched helplessly from now two stories up as he crept over to inspect the bag, then peering up to the tiny open window on the fourth floor. He had the audacity to smirk. I knew it wasn't such a dumb idea. He quickly wrapped the bag closed and shoved it in his rucksack, not even noticing the goo that was all over his hands and bag now. Natch, wherever you are, I got the stuff. Let's grab some grindage at the diner on the way home. Finally landing her feet on the ground and regaining her movement, she circled the unknowing boy as he crept back around the corner. I am so gonna give you a fresh one when I get back in my body for making me do all this again. She flung a fist at the grinning boy for emphasis, stopping short of actually making contact. Just you wait, Narbo. Crud. Jose whispered, hopping behind a grimy dumpster and peeking around the corner. Nejma looked straight ahead, finding the nurse that Dr. House was talking to earlier outside. She was kneeling over the body, leaning up against the building wall, right next to the door. Another nurse she'd only seen in passing before came over at the first call, and Nejma could hear something about an OD, probably, and that it looked like a high schooler. What a shame. But that it still had a pulse. Nejma's gonna kill me, he whispered. Both of them watched the two nurses cart the body inside on a small stretcher. Jose got a hard punch to his arm and he bit his lip knowing her answer was a definite and angry no-doy.
the best way to end it. With no doy? With no doy. Okay. We, should we should we like start the podcast with like a hello air? Oh, I got it. Okay. Um, I'm going to start it right now. Hello. Um, no. <laughs> wait. Wait for my joke. All right. Here we go. Ready? How does a, how does a British person say, oh, hello? Hello? No, they say air, hair, lair. Ready? Air, hair, Ew. I don't like that. <laughs> I do. I don't like the way that sounds. Air, hair, lair. Body crazy. With a British accent. And this is the Buddy's Grim. Oh, wait, wait, I got it. Air, hair, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Ew, you just made it worse. No, I think I made it better. <laughs> Are you throwing up? I like how my first instinct was just to mimic your throw up sound. <laughs> and your first instinct was just to throw up when I tell a joke. That says a lot about our friendship. Anyway, hello, other people. I'm just going to start <laughs> with my re reactions. This is weird to work on a project and then not work on the second chapter of the project. I know it's so weird to, to like continue not my project. Yeah, it's like bizarre to me. I don't do. OK, so I don't know. You don't do fan fiction usually, do you? No, I don't do it like at all. Yeah, neither do I. And I feel like that's probably what it's like is like taking someone else's characters or like seeing characters that you use, but someone else is using them. It's bizarre. All you fan fiction writers out there, like, I don't know how you do it because it is, it is bizarre. Like, I understand using someone else's story and characters to write your own thing. Like, it's super easy. All the stuff is there for you to use. But like, imagine being the writer. And just seeing yeah. other people take your stuff and put it in whatever the way they want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that, like, I mean, okay. Yeah. My um, initial thought was Dreary from Harry Potter, which <laughs> we're not going to get into right now. But I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling hates that. Not because it's gay, but just because it's wrong and doesn't make sense. <laughs> But that's a conversation for another podcast on another day. Anyway, let's talk about this one. Luna, tell me everything about the process that you hated. Um, and you have 30 seconds. Go! First of all, I had to reread the chapter that you wrote multiple times just to be like, what the heck do I write next? Like, I don't know where to go with this because I didn't start it. Yeah. Yeah, the whole not planning thing is like the worst. Yeah. I'm a hell of a planner, guys. So I went with the easy choice at first and just get the stuff, which is the plan, and somehow get out, which was their plan the whole time. And then the second worst part was trying to write in a fun way that's like punctuated by cute little character quirks every couple paragraphs or every couple lines like you do, because that's how you write and it's fun. But thanks. I'm boring, man. You're a boring man. I'm a boring man. I knew it. <laughs> I disagree. It's it's a hard to write not in a fun way when it's not my original story, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hard to be spunky with it when it feels awkward just to touch. That's the that's a line that you just pulled right out of it, like an 80s song. What? Say it again. Say it again. Say exactly what you just said again. I don't remember what I said, dude. 
It's like, it's hard to be spooky with it when it's hard to touch. Oh, <laughs> it's hard to be spooky with it when it's hard to touch. Ha! You gotta get that old sounding electric piano in there. Oh, yeah. Beep, the guitar. That was it. The, the, the guitar? The guitar. The guitar oh, keyboard thing. Oh, yeah. That's like a, uh, why can't I think of the word? Fix it in post, Luna. Just just uh, go over my voice or my words and just add in like a deep sort of Casey-esque voice. Like it's like when you're checking out at the store and they're like, place your bananas on the scale. <laughs> <laughs> the random insert computer words yeah. into the pre-recorded like it's script. Like, com like completely different tone. It just doesn't make sense. It's it's nice. Anyway, let's get back to the this. Tell me more. Put your words in my ear holes. I don't like the way that sounds, but okay. It's hard to grasp what kind of characters they are with only one chapter of kind of exposition. Mm -hmm. With mm -hmm. working with what I don't want it to sound me, but what, what little you gave me. Yeah, no, that's it's the first chapter. Yeah. Man. If I gave you all of them in the first chapter, it'd be wild and probably boring. It'd be way too long. Yeah. And that's not like how it works. We got to build them together as you do in, I mean, not you don't build characters together in a book, but like the author builds the characters over time. Right. And I tried to use your kingdom of Verithiel and kind of like add more stuff to it, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. to Nejma's powers. Um, yeah, I noticed that. I made it. So you touch something too much. It gets all the black goo all over it. It gets slippery and heavy. Yeah, I like that. I like... You gave her a lot more uh, difficulties in the Kingdom of Verithiel than I did. In my first chapter, she kind of... It was, like, fairly easy for her. Like, she's still good at it, but, like, you added some stakes, which I didn't do. And I was like, yes, good. This is good. Cool. Because you can't, like, have a superpower and it'd be like, I'm perfect at everything. I can do whatever I want. No repercussions. Mm. I, yeah, a little bit made her read as a, an OP type uh, <laughs> character in the first chapter, I think. Like, looking back, I was like, she literally has mm -hmm. zero struggles using her power at all, except for, like, moral struggles. I think adding rules and boundaries to superpowers makes them more interesting. So I tried to squeeze a few more in there. Mm, yeah, I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Coolio. And... I know you were going for Jose being the kind of like dorky, not thinking too much kind of character. So mm -hmm. uh, he propped her body up next to the building and kind of just left her there. Sweet boy. But I do have a question. Hmm. How did he was so he was locked in a room in the last chapter. How did he get outside? Did he just go back the other way? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. They did have the door open. That was a stupid question. <laughs> I probably should have read my own chapter again before going into this podcast just now. From what I read and what I remember, they kind of just unlocked the door and then they were like, go, Nedge, go. Yep, that's pretty much what happened. Go, Nedge, go. Uh, Jose was just there to prep the body and use some, some magics, some wizardly magics. To open the door, which is, this is why I tried to configure the why you need keys. If she can phase through junk, why do you need the keys? So I tried to make a reason for that. Good. Yep. Because my reasoning was that the the um, twist that I got was uh, you have the wrong key. Ah. Uh, okay. Cool. Um. But also, okay. <laughs> so there, I, in my brain, I was like, okay, 
Nedjima can get through doors. Jose cannot. I didn't really think about the fact that he was a wizard until this exact moment and could probably unlock doors. I'm going to say that I totally did think it through and he's a bad wizard. Well, hey, hey, so hey, he didn't hey. write how he used the number other than he stuck it into the lock. So he could have like used the metal and morphed it into a key through magic. I definitely didn't think he was doing that when I was writing. I was like, he just, they just have whittled this key down over time. But the other key, cause she's going for like a ring of keys, but like hmm. medicine keys or hold on. I need to, I'm <laughs> and you can quote me on that. I'm scanning through your, uh, your chapter again. Oh, yes. uh, what are you looking for? I don't know. I kind of forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm confusing myself already. Okay. This is like a big issue that I'm seeing already is that when when I write, so normally I like set up a scene very specifically in my own head and it like over exposition is like never good, I think. So if I'm sitting here like, and there was a cabinet on this side with a little, but unless it's like super important that that cabinet is right there. But if it's like you describe the whole room in like excruciating detail, then it's no one wants to read that. Hmm. But now I'm like, where, what? Because, like, I didn't get a chance to, like, create this whole hospital uh, and, like, hospital or, like, medical school in my head. So now I'm, like, reading the chapter again. And I'm like, huh? Because this is for all of our uh, listeners out there. Uh, like you, this is the first time I've ever seen or heard this uh, chapter. So I'm, like, trying to, like, expand my view of the hospital slash the setting. So I'm like going back through the chapter right now and I'm like, this isn't what I pictured. <laughs> but that's that's the name of the game here on Buddy's Grim. You didn't write it explicitly. So, yep, that's true. I didn't. I wanted to make it a readable chapter and not here is the layout of the hospital and medical school, which I couldn't <laughs> have done anyway because of a uh, 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 third person uh, objective, which mm -hmm. I hate. Uh, yeah, 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 blah, 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 blah. That was me trying to fill time as I thought. <laughs> you don't have to. I can just... I don't. I really... Yeah, I don't have to make these noises, but I am still. Let's grab some grindage at the diner on our way home. Grindage. Yeah, that was one I thought I could Grindage. Uh, it still sounds so cringy, though. It's crud. I love it. No doy. I'm just going through now and I'm just looking at all the different slang. Oh. I need to finish my thought from earlier. Oh, wait, wait, what did you say? Whoa, 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 Airhead, airhead, you mentioned. Yeah, I didn't think airhead was invented in the 80s. I thought it was like 70s at least. Oh, really? I would have thought uh, uh like no, later, but I 90s, don't know anything. Maybe. Yeah, it seems newer, but maybe not. I don't know. Right. I guess it's just so mild. I don't really pay attention to it. Language is crazy, bro. Bro. Bro? I have a question. Hmm. Was a thief in the last chapter that I wrote with yes. my hands and brain? Okay, cool. Just making sure. Because he sounded familiar, but again, I didn't read the chapter <laughs> before we started this, which I probably should have done, as I've also already said. Because I was like, a thief. I know a thief, but I didn't really. You used the name for one line, and you didn't describe them at all, so I just kind of took it. You made him. You made a thief who a thief is today. So... Give us, give us a recap of what happens. Should we recap what happens for the people, the viewing for the audience? People or you? Um, for the for the children, probably. For the children. Also, I said the viewing audience, and this is a podcast. No one can see us. Yeah, that doesn't or work. Or can they? Or can they? No, I'm pretty oh, far away. Okay, that's true. 
I can't even see you. Thank God. Ooh, yeah, got her. Ow. Slash apartments. Oh. Oh. Killed her. Killed her. <laughs> Took her out. Um, you and oh. your chapter with her trying to get to the med room and someone saying, yeah, we changed the locks. Yeah, I did. I did do that. I made that voice into Seif. He's a nurse. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. doctor and nurse are like, whoa, that's true. My key is missing. Let's search for the wizard who's obviously controlling this key by telekinesis or something. Yes. I Yeah, I like that. I like that their first thought was the wizard. The wizard. But little do they know he's bad wizard. Yeah. And Who apparently is fine just leaving his friend's dead body <laughs> against a wall. But that's, yeah. that is, I literally, like, I've known this character for, like, two chapters now. And I was like, yeah, that's in character. <laughs> so we are crafting a cohesive character someone who w- makes sense yeah and apparently you said they'd done this plenty of times before so he'd be pretty used to it by now yeah my initial thought was like is that a rookie mistake and then i was like no i feel like that's he's so comfortable with nejma's dead body that he's just like ah screw it i'll leave it right here <laughs> as long as it like, doesn't like, fine. let it fall on the ground and like yeah she's hurt later yeah so that um, i like that i like i like it yeah. I like it a lot. So she's like, at first, ha, I'm not a wizard. You can't see me. And then she's like, oh, crap, there is a wizard. They're going to find him and me. And so she gives up on the key, phases through the door, grabs the meds, and struggles with herself uh, with the decision to just squeeze through that tiny, tiny window with the meds and stuff and float mm-hmm. on down because gravity now works different. I like I did like that. I do have to say, did she go up because they were on the ground floor? Yes, I took did it she- as I read your chapter quite a bit. You didn't describe exactly where she went in the hospital. So I took it as she wandered her way up. Oh, so I just uh, envisioned her just like stepping through the door and into a hallway. So when that happened, I was like, hmm. Did I miss something? I see. Okay. This is, I think, more difficult than the randomly generated content. Mm. Is your randomly generated content and also cohesive writing with another person. Guys, how do people do this? That's crazy. That's wild. Anyway. I think the story's just going to be bad until we get used to it. And that's <laughs> fine. No, it's not bad. <laughs> it's I mean, like, we're going to miss a lot of stuff and get confused yeah, until we get used to true. it. That's true. Uh huh. She squeezes through the window. It feels really gross, and mm. she drops the meds. Jose hears it. He comes and takes them, leaving her body behind. She gets mad at that, understandably. Uh-huh. And when they go back to the back door, they found their wizard. Technically, they found where he was hiding, but they found her dead body instead. And she's—I didn't say. I decided that she's not dead. She's deeply, deeply unconscious. Okay. She's still got a pulse. Yeah, okay. I like it. I'm here for it. Yeah. So they took her in, and then she kind of uh, punches Jose, and that's it. Yeah, boy! I like that she used her abilities for good this way, to just straight punch Jose. I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, same. I also forgot that she was a high schooler. I literally set this up, and then you said a high schooler, and I was like, she's just a baby. (laughs) They are babies. Okay, guys, this is the thing. Like, my genre and Luna's genre 
are both like pretty YA. I mean, I write middle grade, so even younger. You're, you don't do adult, do you? I'm writing for college age students. Okay. So you're you're closer to adult. I'm like in the middle between yeah. adult and YA. Yeah, you 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 dance on the line. I write for like twelve year olds and then I remember like later I'm like, oh my god, these people are young. <laughs> well you said Not they like, were going to college soon, so high school. I know. Yeah, and then like as someone who was in college until like pretty recently, uh recently enough. Like, it, it hasn't been a full two years yet, therefore recently enough. Yeah. I was like, yeah, college, I'm about that age. And then I realized that I'm not about that age. That's like six years younger than about the age I am. And yeah, ma'am. Wow. When did we get so old, Luna? We were born that way. Oh, I, ooh. Is this like a Benjamin Button type scenario? Am I, am I aging backwards? No. Because I have no. some questions. <laughs> Usually it's like the uh, when old people are like, you have an old soul, and it's just like kids that have depression. Ha! You're right. Yep. Every, that's uh, when people are like, you're so mature for your age. It's like, ha, thanks, I'm sad. <laughs> exactly. And that's it. There's nothing else. <laughs> right. We're Okay, we're not doing a good job focusing on this podcast this time no, around. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 don't apologize. It's, it's, it's. 50% me and 50% you and 50% C and 50% weed and together that makes 200% and that's how math works me you seaweed me you seaweed <laughs> me yeah. you seaweed yeah 200% me you seaweed it's, it sounds like you know okay sorry in my Object. brain you said that and I was like he she me wombo <laughs> wombo <laughs> the study of wombo <laughs> <laughs> it's first grade spongebob it's first grade spongebob wombo womboing wombology the study of wombo this is me about writing though <laughs> talking about something i don't actually know like anything about it's first grade spongebob hold on i gotta take a sip i have no idea how i'm supposed to edit this asmr you gotta leave most of it in i feel like you gotta leave the good juice in yeah did you hear me just gurgle some uh, Runa Clean Energy Drink Blood Orange flavor? Yes, I did. That sounds gross now. Yeah, you gotta keep that in too so people know. So they get that that sweet, sweet ASMR. The sweet, sweet... ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> I literally just put my whole mouth over my microphone. Ew. <laughs> say that just now. It wasn't a good idea. Now my whole microphone is covered in spit. Anyway, let's talk about this chapter more. Any other thoughts you have as the writer? Um, overall, this makes me very uncomfortable still. I'm not going to get <laughs> used to doing this for a while. Yeah. I have a feeling you're going to go through the exact same thing over the next month when you start writing the next one. Yeah. So I did have it easy and I didn't realize because I got to like basically set up these characters and the tone and like the world i mean and to be fair like i didn't have a lot of uh, okay we 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 know how this show works at this point episode yeah. three like the randomly generated content definitely like put a lot of restrictions but also like gave me a lot of directions that i had to go mm-hmm. but i had some more creative freedom than you did and i think with each chapter we're going to have less creative freedom and i did not anticipate that which is like when you think about it it's kind of obvious but also like I didn't think about it, which like, is a pr- like we know Casey thing, but we don't understand yet. Right? Yeah, exactly. I still don't understand because I haven't wrote a chapter after you yet. 
But I'm. Oh, you will. I will. Give me a month and I will understand. Oof. Big oof. I'm excited. You know who we still haven't included yet? Hmm. Dr. Lulu uh, Saltzman. Oh, she'll get there. She'll get there. So I'm hoping we do have a lot of doctors in here. Next time we do some random generated stuff, we shouldn't do as many doctors because I know that's one of the options for character names and whatnot. I'm hoping this story goes places other than the hospital. Oh, it's got it. It's an adventure. Yeah. We can't we can't even choose. I think I feel like. No, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I don't know what I'm allowed. You tell me. Am I allowed to say what how I'm feeling like it's being set up right now? I mean, yeah, you can have a general direction you want to go. I don't want to like influence. I guess it's my chapter next, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> so because it's like an adventure, like we can't stay in this mountain village. That's mm-hmm. like we're, we're stuck with that. I feel like right now we're setting up Dr. Lulu Saltzman's entry so that yes. we can have our sort of three man band like form. We've sort of we've got a problem hinting at the fact that like necromancy's bad wizardry's not but also like we have this poor town and this other like really rich town and i feel like that is sort of a a little cliched but also like pretty clear source of strife like it it seems like cliched if it doesn't have too many details to set it apart which it doesn't yet right we're getting there yeah at the moment, it seems cliched to me, like the like the big town that like maybe has a dark secret and apparently hates necromancers, and then like the small town that's like clearly like right next door, but like clearly significantly poorer. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like it's a good setup so far, but this has all been leading up to introduce this third character who will probably come with a problem. That's yes. where my that's where my brain is going. Like we have some minor problems, but like we have like the normal setup. I think we set the normal up like fairly well. Cool. And then the introduction or the interruption of normal where like Nejma has been caught, which presumably has never happened before. Um caught per se i did take the liberty of saying she'd been sent to the morgue before oh you did i forgot about that wait but she's yeah oh you reused narbo you sly dog i did there's not a lot of words just to say idiot that's for special 80s slang so i mean i like the continuity or not continuity i like the uh continuity continuity yeah that's what it is i said the right word Good job, Casey. Thanks, Casey. I really appreciate it when you uh, say that to me. I'll always appreciate you, Casey. Don't (laughs) doubt your mouth words. Yep. (laughs) 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 Uh, I will not doubt my mouth words. Good. I I want that on a shirt. (laughs) Don't doubt your mouth words. Don't doubt your mouth words. Math words. Ah, oh no. Math words are the worst. Yeah, that's true. There shouldn't be words in math. It should just be some numbers, and that's it. Theory? Circle? Ugh. Ugh! I can't think of any more math words. That's it. I I hate math. I was, like, waiting for you, but then also I was like, I don't want to think about math words either. (laughs) X? Y? Z? Those aren't words. Those are letters. Shut up! They could be words if you spell them out. Z is spelled Z-E-E, Y is spelled Y with a question mark, and X is spelled E-X-X-X-X-X. Okay, X X X X is a prefix. Y is actually a word. Z is definitely not any of them. But if you have to go to the bathroom, 
Zen, it is okay. I'm sorry. You can cut that part. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I was trying because you know, like if you're like you have an accent and it's like I must go this way to the oh. the uh, telephone and make okay. the phone call to the baguette shop. <laughs> ho ho ho! All right, all right. Bad French accents is where we stop. No, no. It was a great French accent. I'm really, I'm an actor. <laughs> anyway, let's go. I, I feel like I've said this like five times over the course of this recording. Let's go back to the chapter that we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. We've been out of the podcasting scene too long. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. An OD. I like that. I actually, like, I, I like that people find her and their first thought is something like that. I, I, I just, I like the concept a lot of like mixing things like, oh, like you're in a place with like 80s technology and like a hospital like you find a kid on the street and you're like oh od but really it's necromancy which is also like equally accepted and like their first thought is like oh a thief who is a wizard it's just good i also like that they see the floating key and they're not immediately like necromancy i know everything about everything which like i think a lot of writers do where they like they're like okay people live in this world actually happening yeah. right like the characters live in this world therefore they know everything which is like not how it works in real life. Mm-hmm. So I like that they're like, oh, like there are a lot of ways for a key to float in this world. That's not like a crazy thing to happen. And also like wizardry, I feel like since you can major in it, it's probably accepted common, widely. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I don't think necromancy is because, and that was like a good like sort of showing, not telling moment where it's like, they're not like, oh yes, a necromancer is obviously standing right there. It's like, oh, wizardry, because that's what is common. And then when they see a dead body of a high schooler, they're not like, ah, oh, necromancer. They're like, oh, she probably OD'd. Like it, it was like good telling stuff, which I was like, nice, as I was reading. Cool. Uh, making me feel so relieved. I was so nervous about writing this thing. Yeah. It. Okay. For all you listeners out there who have never written, wow. Every time I say for all you listeners out there, my brain is like, ha, ha, ha. Okay. I'm going to assume that we actually have listeners. For all you listeners out there who have never written, it's really difficult to put your work out there, especially when it has never been seen by an editor or anyone but yourself. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm thinking of fanfic people. Like, good on you. It's a brave thing to do. I guess I'm technically patting us on the back right now, but uh, <laughs> that's okay because we deserve it. But no, seriously, like, it's really difficult. Uh... I was going to say something else. There was a point that I was going for. Oh, what was Why it? you think of that? I know, like, you can have peer review. Like, you can ask your friends. But, like, the friend I would ask is the other participant on this podcast. So, oh, wow. can't do that. You can now. I right mean, now. We can't f- change it anymore. Nope. Gotta stay with it. But you can you can live with your regrets. Yep. Okay, for real, though, like, as both of us were reading our podcasts the first time to each or our chapters the first time to each other is like oh i gotta edit this oh i gotta change that it like you don't realize especially when you're reading something out loud this is also like low-key good writing advice like if you are stuck on a chapter read it out loud and you'll be like oh wait you'll find all sorts of things wrong with it that you mm-hmm. never expected oh i was gonna say this is me hopping back on my high horse for a second not my high horse i don't know guys it's too early for me to get idioms right a lot of people hate on a lot of authors and I get it. It's fun to hate on people. But like everyone who puts their work out there is like amazing, by the way. It could be the worst work in the entire world. The bravery of just like putting it out there, even though it might be bad. Yeah, legit. Like you wrote something 
And that's putting yourself out there so much. Unless you're just like screwing around. Unless you're really not taking it seriously. Like you're like putting yourself way out there. Right. So like everyone who writes, even like people we love to hate on. I'm definitely thinking about Stephanie Meyer or Swamp Clowns. You guys should check out our other podcast, (laughs) Right, Right and Wrong, where we talk about uh, books like Swamp Clowns and Minecraft the Island. Just saying. But even like books that we don't necessarily like. It's wild that people put their work out there. Like, that's so brave and amazing. Like, the courage it takes to tell other people to look at this thing you made. It's amazing. Yeah. That's wild. I'm specifically thinking of this one person that I read who shared their childhood memory of printing out flyers for a fan fiction they made as they were 12 years old and handing them out (gasps) at a subway station. Did you show that to me? Because I also know that story. This person has received fame for doing that you may have told me that i may have just found it on my own one that's a thick spine move thick spine move Mm -hmm. but yeah sorry that was like a kind of a tangent but i don't know you seemed a little bit nervous about it i also was a little nervous about it so i felt like it was a good time to do a motivational speech so i did it yeah it's good thanks (laughs) i'm bowing but you can't see it (laughs) i just wanted the viewing audience to imagine me just like aggressively speed bowing the viewing audience i keep saying that guys i one of my majors was definitely performance and you know what that means that means i am not used to people not seeing me when i'm doing something that people will use for entertainment value learning new things about casey we gotta get back to this chapter and acting are two different professions for the most part well you have to learn to act in an entirely different way yes Yes, absolutely. Let's get back yet again to this chapter. We're back. I'm trying to think of anything I felt. You use Kingdom of Erythiel, which I love. We kind of already talked about that. Okay, I got to ask, is Screw It, was that around in the 80s? Um, I'm going to admit here, uh, I used it and didn't think about it. I don't know. Because my first thought, well, you can't change it now. Uh, my first thought was that, like, I was like, oh my gosh, Screw It came in the 80s too? But also, like, this is an 80s-like world. doesn't have to be the 80s exactly. Because yeah. there's also wizards. And we all know that wizards didn't exist until the 90s. <laughs> I mean, wizards were on the side of all kinds of vans in the 80s, so I know. Vans! Yeah! Especially okay. the vans of, like, rock and roll people. Rock and roll people. Those, those I was going to say metalheads. Rock yeah. people. I'll have you know that when you said vans, my skater boy brain immediately corrected to like the shoes, like vans, shoes. And I was like, Ooh. vans? What? Mm-mm. But that's not it. So did that medicine just like shatter or what? What? Oh, no. Just, she like, just dropped a couple out of bottles. Couple stories. Okay. I was like, when, she, when that happened, I was like, oh, well, <laughs> gotta oh, go back in. The sheet and they fell in a bush. Okay. So not all of them broke. Okay, that's good that this all wasn't for nothing. <laughs> yeah. She was just like, ah, yeet. And then the met, I, I did it. I used slang. I'm, I'm cool now. <laughs> I got distracted by my own cool slang. Also, Chanel, St- Chanel Stamp is slowly becoming my favorite character. I take it back. She's quickly becoming my favorite character. Like this little mouse. The little mouse. Oh, I still have to guess the twist. Yeah, you do. I haven't even thought about that at all. I literally have nothing. Is it time yet? Yeah, let's do it. I was thinking this twist was going to be hard for you to guess just because... Oh. Well, if I tell you why, it won't be hard to guess. So, let's go. I don't... Okay, hold on. I gotta pull up the twist list. I need to make an actual guitar sting for the twist list. I'm gonna do it 
Uh, here, here it comes. The twist list. You have to have one of those. You interrupted weird... the space for my guitar sting. I'm doing it no, again. No, no. You have okay. to have one of those old timey like I don't know what they're called. It's just the the boing noise. Because it's a twist. Because <gasps> it's like a spring. Yeah. Oh no. No. Just kidding. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> For our listening audience, I did it right this time. We're <laughs> we <laughs> we definitely haven't made all of the music for our podcasts yet all right i pulled up so i don't know what the twist list is going to sound like okay i'll come coming back your boy how's this twist list look looking my boy oh i don't know okay so i get three guesses right three Mm -hmm. guesses and there's Mm -hmm. only one one twist that you gotta guess okay um looking at all these twists right now i don't Ugh. Somebody. Oh, I don't think this is right. All right. Uh, somebody steals something important. There you go. First. That try. was right. That was right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I guess it Stop. wasn't too Woo! hard. It was a pretty short chapter. Nothing really happened. Well, I was going to say somebody loses something as my next one. and It was going to be Nedjma's body. <laughs> so like <laughs> that was that was the next one. But yes, uh, yes. Somebody steals something important. I that did is it. what and for, happened. Yeah, and so for everybody listening, that just means that I only need one. I don't have the twist list down here. I just realized. I need to get my twist list. Okay, but what that means... Okay, so what that means for uh, me is that I only need one twist from the twist list. I'll be right back. It'll take me a not a lot of time. I'll be right back. I'm right along. Huh. I got it. I'm back. Yeah. All right. All right. Ready? So I did it. I guessed it. It's my turn now. It's my time. Up there, it's their time. Their time. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, kind of from the Goonies, but kind of not. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to turn my mic downward so you guys can hear this. Here we go. Oh. Huh. Oh? Uh, okay. I got it. I took it. I picked it out. Sounds like a difficult one. It does not fit. I'm going to tell you uh, right now. It <laughs> is not the story we've set up so far. This is okay. I don't know what's going to happen in this chapter, but I had ideas and they're all gone now. <laughs> that is wow. the nature of this podcast. Buddy's Grim. Ah. Uh, that could be our tagline. Buddy's Grim. Ha. Just like pain <laughs> noises. How do you write that? Um H A A A U U U G G H N. Ha. <laughs> this is some quality audio content that people are going to listen to. <laughs> Boy, howdy. I'll figure it out. I'm confident. You're a writer. You can do something. Make it work. Yes. It's an ongoing project. And don't oh, yeah. put too much pressure on yourself. We are just oh. starting this thing. Luna. Luna, Luna, Luna. Okay, Luna. fine. All the pressure. No, no, you, you don't, don't get understand. this right. Podcast is canceled. It's pod canceled. Sorry, I had to. Also, Luna, Luna, Luna. Mm. I have, I have no worries about this. You know why? No. 
I was really hoping you would because I don't. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to think of something to say. I was like, yes, a really funny joke is going to present itself. I, the really funny joke right now is just this twist. Mm-hmm. That's the real funny joke. If it's this difficult, I feel like it's going to be super easy for me to guess. It probably will be. Oh, boy. This is going to be... I'm excited for this next chapter, actually, though, because it's going to change everything. Okay, but, like, what does it say about writing? <laughs> what if it's is, good what or does bad? It say? What does that no, twist no. say? <laughs> what does it say about the writing if the twist is too easy or hard to guess? I don't know. I feel like, like... hard to guess mean good writing or bad? No. I don't think it's that black and white. Mm. I feel like... Like, let's say the twist is, like, a dance number, right? Which I feel like now you know that it's not a dance number. Spoiler alert. But that one's going to be pretty easy no matter what. Like, if they start dancing, it's like, okay. But if it's something, like, somebody receives bad news or something, like, that happens, like... All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just depends on the twist. I guess so. Oh, well. We'll see. Oh, well. We'll see. How confident you feel about this next chapter, KZ? I give myself about a solid C minus of confidence. (laughs) That's not great, but it's passing. I'm passing. Exactly. I'm passing. I'm not failing, but it's not a good grade necessarily. No, you're going to lower your grade point average with that still. I'm not showing it to my parents, (laughs) but I'm not worried about failing. All right. But I'm, we're going to, it's going to be okay. It's workable. Yes. It works. We can go on with I, it. I was trying to think of like a really good like ending tagline, but it just was, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, here, I'll, I'll, I'll lead you into it. I'll throw the ball to you. Okay. Take this ball, like Luna. It. Take what? the ball. I threw the it. Ball. Just kidding. I feel like it's about time to wrap up. Yeah, I feel that way too. Just like I do around December when it's near Christmas. It was pretty bad. But <laughs> Did you like we'll it? We'll Did you like you guys the joke? next time? <laughs> so I was supposed to say this last line, but Casey did an excellent one. So here you go, right here. Until next time, stay creative and stay grim. Stay grim.